Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of The Pursuit of Profit. Can you believe it, Leanne? It's another episode of Pursuit of Profit. Can't believe it. I love it. What number are we at? This is 19. 19. 19. Awesome. I know. But only the second episode with wine. Yeah, well, I'm excited for this new uh, piece of this program. This is fantastic. Getting all my wine tips. (laughs) Right? So um, today, what we are featuring on the show is Intrinsic. Yes, I love this one. It's a 2016 Cal from Columbia Valley. So uh, we won't waste a lot of time telling people that wine in Washington, where we live, is yep. the best in the nation. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Take that, rest it's, of the nation. It's awesome. So you just look for the really hot lady oh, in the red dress. It's a great label. Um, it's a great label. And it's actually a great wine for under $20. Like, yeah. personally, like an everyday type of wine, this wouldn't be it. But... Um, it was given to me as a present, so I thought it's, I would drink it on the show. Oh, so, you shared it with the show. Happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Year, everybody. Well, uh, have you tried the red blend? No. That's the cab, right? That's the cab. This is the cab. Okay, and I had the red blend last week, and it was awesome. All right, so there's, a, love there's it. a shout out for our friends at Intrinsic. Yes, way to go, Intrinsic. I love it. All right, Leanne, I love that. I'm getting wine tips and pro- uh, profit coaching. And profit coaching, time. yeah. <laughs> It's match made in heaven. It's perfect. <laughs> what right, more so do you we're, need? Well, we're talking about uh, freelance, the freelance and gig economy, which is awesome. I love this because it's, it's very trendy right now. There's lots of this movement happening where people are, whether it's Fiverr or Upwork or um, co-working spaces, there's a lot of stuff now where people are starting to freelance. Yep. And I know that you had some, I'm excited for the conversation because you have some ideas that sparked for you and I, we can riff on those, but Take me kind of to where, what sparked? You, you read an article and, and take me from there. Well, I'm actually, what really sparked for me is I'm getting ready to keynote at a conference next Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working on my presentation and I was actually thinking about and doing research on um, how different the world is. Like, yeah. you know this about me, but the audience may not. But there was a time that I was running all over the country and I was teaching everywhere that I could. Right, right. right. And um, what I taught then was really just about mindsets and pro- uh, mindsets as a business owner and profitable habits. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I, when I was really reflecting and preparing for this particular keynote, I was thinking about how much the world has changed, even in just the last five years. Mm. Um, and, and actually, kind of a funny aside story, uh, this is kind of memory lane, but I remembered as I was preparing for this event um, that there was a day, like in 1995, where, which is old. So anybody under the age of 35 <laughs> is really going to struggle with what I'm about to say. But I was, <laughs> I was in college, and I was in the computer lab, and I was writing a paper on word perfect do you remember word perfect <laughs> yeah yeah <Flashback. laughs> it was before yeah. microsoft word right yeah yeah so i'm writing your paper on word perfect and there's this dude in the library in the in the lab and he's buzzing from computer to computer to computer and he was annoying me so i was like dude what are you doing and he says to me i'm putting the internet on these computers and i'm like the what <laughs> oh wow <laughs> he's like i'm putting the internet on these computers i'm like what the hell is that yeah, I probably didn't say hell because I went to this private, you know, religious school. So anyway, um, he says to me, well, basically, it's where your computer will use phone lines and will con- communicate all the way across long distance lines. Anybody under the age of 35 doesn't know or remember that we used to pay long distance charges oh. all outside of our zip code, right? And he tells me, we're we're going to use these lines to call outside of our zip code and the, your computer here in California 
will send a letter that you write to your parents through the phone lines and it will show up on their computer. And I remember looking at him and being like, crazy. That will never happen. Uh, that's funny. Because now <laughs> we hold very powerful little computers in right. the palm of our hands and we, the world has dramatically changed, which everybody knows. But I actually think that in the last five years, mm -hmm. uh, we've maybe been frog and water syndrome and we haven't recognized the ma massive changes that have happened in the job market entrepreneurial market and even in the the space of how we interact with the world around us as consumers yeah which affects those of us who have businesses that sell to consumers so right. it's all a cycle for sure um and so what i wanted to kind of start with is taking a revisit as i was doing research for my keynote kind of revisiting this idea of like how has the world changed what has changed and what is absolutely amazing is that I can remember years ago when I started my first business that I had to spend something like $4,000 to get a website built. Mm. And I needed to pay that technology person X number of dollars to help me get a domain and do all these things. Well, now we can use free apps and services like Weebly or Shopify or whatever, and we can be in business overnight. Yep. You don't have to have this hard, long process. So starting a business has never been faster and starting a business has never been easier. And then when we take a step even further and we take a look at the share economy, mm. um, taking a look at things like Airbnb, uh, Uber, um, things like that, Upwork, where right. there's uh, something that I have like a car or something I have like a home and yeah. I'm actually turning that into a place where I reach out and I share what I have for a price tag. There's this whole entire segment of business that didn't exist before. Even five years ago, right. we weren't going to Airbnbs like we do today. Right. Even five years ago, we were renting cars and driving taxis to get to from the airport to our hotels where you and I spoke, right? Like, right. that wasn't that long ago. And so all of a sudden, in a way, like, if you take a look at New York City, where somebody used to have to pay $250,000 to get into a cab, so to speak, and be a cabbie. Mm. Uh, now all you need is to download Lyft or Uber, mm -hmm. have a safe car, and you're in business. So right. turnkey business and freelancing is something that is on the upswing. So yeah. the small business um, segment of the business community has always been, for the last 10 years, has been breaking record numbers. What isn't unique to us um, is the entrepreneurial spirit. Like, look at Ellis Island, look at how our, co our country got founded. But what is unique is the kind of businesses we're starting now, mm. and the kind of challenges that we have as businesses are very much present. But the reality of it is, is the other end of that, it doesn't change with the purpose of businesses. Mm. Mm. The purpose of a business is to be a profitable, right? And yeah. with those profits, we then can edify and build wealth for our families and then turn from there and edify and create really wonderful places for people to work yeah. and from there have impact on our communities. And so it all starts, it's all starting with more and more people saying, I don't want a traditional job and I have a, an idea on how to start a quick business and I'm going to get going and do it now. Yeah. That's where the self-expression thing comes in. You, you were mentioning self-expression before we hit record where it's like people have uh, maybe maybe my current day job or my current business uh, sells whatever it sells, but it's I'm like, yeah, I want to try something new. And so we add a side hustle 
yep. or we add a gig um, to the side and we start trying to find other self-expressions. But to your point, just because it's a, a better match or better self-expression doesn't mean it shouldn't be profitable. Like it should still be profitable. Absolutely. One of the things that I feel um, is so prominent right now more than ever is that business owners, I see this truly when I'm, when I'm coaching people, hmm. people that come through the doors of my office and just around the nation, I can see people are like, we don't just want profit. And there's almost this, um, ugly stereotype where we kind of look back on the, you know, I don't know, businesses in the past, or even if we have a really strong opinion, which I do about corporate America mm -hmm. and what happens there with their businesses and their tax loopholes and all of that, all of those things, we kind of tend to be like, we make them the bad wolf. And we kind of think that making money and being profitable maybe isn't so important, but what we want our business to do is we, in, in, in theory, we're like, yeah, we, we know we should be profitable, but our business becomes a form of self-expression, almost like a tattoo. And it becomes a part of our identity, even though it isn't, uh, the business itself isn't actually who we are. It's an extension right, 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 right. of who we are. Right. Um, and so I feel like there's this really uh, constantly bumping up against this mindset that profit in and of itself hmm. and a focus on profit is evil and heartless hmm. and means that I can't enjoy or have my business be an expression of who I am or an extension of my persona. Right. Interesting. It's really interesting. I, I feel like what you said that, and it made me think of um, a conversation we had had with somebody recently, but, but it's not unique to that conversation where people will say, um, you know, I don't want to be a millionaire. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. you go, well, why would you not want to be a millionaire? Like, I, and there's all the connotation and the story and the stuff that is attached to money, whether it's profit or, or millions of dollars net worth, whatever it is, we just think of wealth and success and well, not, maybe not so much success, but money as yeah. like a bad thing. Like, um, I don't know. It's really interesting to me. Like, or the pursuit of money is like, it's almost yeah. like yeah. the desire for profit or the pursuit of a profitable enterprise is kind of a dirty subject, but it doesn't need to be. It didn't used to be. It used yeah. to be kind of like well understood. And I think that's why we're talking about this because our economy where we've got this side hustle, freelancers, you know, right. like it's right. so easy to start a business. Like I know this amazing woman who makes organic skincare. She's, she's amazing. Mm. And uh, she has a purpose in why she does that. And it's because she got in a car accident when she was 16 mm. and she went through the windshield twice and her face was ripped apart and nothing on the planet helped heal her face. She started to create her own things and she fixed her face. Wow. When she hired me, she was like, Hey, I do this because I love it. And I, I know how much little girls and other people with scars and cancer survivors, how much they are suffering. Right. But she was doing it at such a low margin that there was no foreseeable way that she could quit her job and pursue her passion. So hmm. there is this hmm. delicate balance between saying, hey, I'm, I'm expressing what I value. I'm expressing what I believe and yeah. what I want to accomplish in the world. And it needs to be financially sound. It needs to be profitable. Yeah. It Very reminds, teeter -totter. reminds me of, um, I don't know if the word is like conscious capitalism or 
um, sort of a consciousness economy. There's this, yeah. there is this thing now where people are wanting in this, in the spirit of self-expression, there's this thing of like, I want to make a difference. Yep. It's not just, I want to sell the next thing, but I want the thing to sell to actually make a contribution to people. Yep. And it's easy. I, I find myself in this position right now. It's easy when something is a self-expression to, uh, because it is so emotionally fulfilling yep. that the emotional fulfillment almost feels like the compensation while I'm still struggling to pay bills, right? Like yeah. <laughs> I keep doing the work because it feeds my soul and I know that it makes a difference over there. And so I'll find a way to keep the lights on, but I don't find ways to increase the profit, right? Right, right. Yeah. There's a, uh, go ahead. I, I think that's part of what lulls us to sleep when we're in this place of self-expression is we, it's easy to lull yourself to sleep in this, in the, in the realm of profit, because you're, you're getting such a payoff emotionally from the yeah. work you're doing that you, that you stop looking at how, how to grow the profit of the business. Yeah. Or how to even find the profit of the business. <laughs> okay. Ouch. Okay. <laughs> no, Fair enough. I wasn't talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. That's good. That, that's okay. actually a really good point. And I think that there's an element here of um, like, I want to just encourage the audience. Like if you are one of those people that just loves your business and you're in that place, I've been there where, and I'm there, I'm, I'm there all the time. Like I love, love doing what I do. Like I want to do it for free, but the reality is we have to make a livelihood. We, we have to provide for our families. And for those of us who are parents, like I've got these two little girls who interrupted our last show, but <laughs> these two little girls and they're looking at what I'm creating. Mm. And there's an element of, I have to explain to them mm. why I, I leave them with a nanny and I go to work and um, what mom does, it, it matters. And it, they watch, they, they, there's a direct co correlation. And whether you're a parent or not, I think it, it, it becomes important to recognize that we can love our work all day long, mm. we can make an impact, we can change people's lives, we can be focused on changing our cities and our communities, but at the end of the day, one of the things that impacts our lives the most is whether or not we're broke mm. or thriving. Yeah. And there, it, it's, I don't mean to be ugly to talk about that, but there's no reason for you to run your business in a way where you have to do to sacrifice what's important or your values hmm. and be broke when you could do everything you're doing and thrive. It just takes different mindsets yeah. and it takes different habits with money to get that result. Yeah. I agree. No I agree. Do it for free. And it's not as hard as it sounds like as long if you can get some infrastructure in place, we've, we've had this conversation on these episodes and it, about this, and this is the work you do with people as a profit coach, but you get some infrastructure in place and then a lot of it just kind of gets to be automated, but you're automating things with the mindset of what's happening because you've gone through the work with Leanne. Like once you understand what there is to put in place, it's not, again, it's just people, I think people uh, avoid the conversation or resist the conversation of money or what it takes to get profitable because they think there's a lot of extra hard work that's attached. Yeah. The hardest, guys, the hardest work to this with Leanne is the mindset stuff. It's not the mechanics of how you move money. It's, it's the mindset stuff. Yeah. I think true. Speak, having been through your process, like it's the mindset stuff. That's the hardest. It is. It yeah. is. Today I had um, a couple in my office. They have a very successful business. They're awesome. Um, and I was laying out their profit plan. They've never seen it before. Mm. They'd heard like glimpses about it, but I'd like whiteboarded it and I was all ready. And she's definitely the person that runs the books and yeah. is like, 
you know, understands QuickBooks and does all that. And he's definitely the guy that runs the business, right? Right. And I sat there with her for at least 20 minutes and I kept saying, no, we're not talking about accounting. We're not changing how you do accounting. That's not what this is. Mm -hmm. What this is, is changing the way you look at your money and what you do with it. Yeah. I'm telling you, Chris, it took her 20 minutes. This is at the end of 12 weeks of meeting with me every single week. Yeah. She just had such a brain cramp. That she almost couldn't move through it. Um, she did. She got there. But you are so spot on. It isn't this process and what we do and going from I'm not profitable and I'm doing this for free mm -hmm. or I'm not profitable and I'm taking losses, which aren't good, by the way, no matter what your CPA tells you on your tax return, losses are never good. <laughs> yeah. um, to I'm thriving and I'm paying myself and I'm funding my IRA accounts and my employees are being taken care of and, 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 and. Those things happen when you have, when you throw out accounting, like I told my client to do today, and have a shift in your thinking and what you do. The shift is in you and how you approach finances, not in changing whether you use QuickBooks or Wave apps. That's not what this is about. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> and so, if it is, you should shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. I love that. Well, I think just on the heels of talking about what it is that you do and these, there's a great story of, of the person, because I think people can get through 12 weeks and it's just the patterns we've ingrained over time. Just, yeah. but what, the, the way you get through that is in a conversation with Leanne. I mean, the way you get through that is having somebody outside of you coach you through the mechanics and the yeah. mindset, both yeah. the two M's there, mechanics and mindset for uh, what it is you need to, to, to do to take control of profit. Absolutely. And profit isn't a dirty word. So Leanne, if people want to reach out to you because um, they're fans of the show and they love your wine tips, but moreover... <laughs> They really, really finally want to break through this profit conversation and they feel like you're the person to do it. How do they reach you? Uh, ProfitDiscoveryCall.com. And in there, or on there, there's a place to um, download the five money mistakes that are stealing your profit and what to do about it. So if you feel frightened to reach out to me and talk to me, and if you didn't catch the episode where I threw myself under the bus, that mm. story is in the ebook. So you can mm. see my failures and how I got myself and my businesses as long as along with other people but if you know you just want to do a consultation and just talk and you can book an appointment right then and there and we'll do a consultation you're going to be talking to me about your business and it's what I call a no sin zone so there's nothing you can say that is going to shock or surprise me you just come and we talk about what's possible and I hope you leave with a ton of value whether you decide you want to work with me long term or not Perfect. Ah, so good. So much value. I love it. Leanne, thank you. Uh, thank you for your time. I love our conversations and Thanks, your wine Chris. tips. So I can't wait to see what wine you're drinking next episode. <laughs> Forever. 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 <laughs> Long live in Jersey. All right. Leanne, thanks for your time. Catch you next time. See Bye. Ya. Bye.